0: I am Asana Tukuroma, I'm from Sierra Leone and I'm 26 years old and as you all know I'm a CPCL warrior and I've been diagnosed with the disease since I was a kid and it has been my source of inspiration since then trying to reach out to people, trying to like spread the message, trying to spread my wings and trying to encourage young warriors to embrace themselves.
1: Let's talk Africa, the Africanness of Africa. The beauty its people, our peculiarities. This is Unzipped Stories. I am Dias Bello. I am Nigerian or Leonean. Which man would you like to marry? Anna,
0: (laughs) Leonean, come on. Oh, (laughs) no (laughs) way!
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Unzipped Stories, Africa, where we come every single time to listen to learn, to grow, and most importantly, get inspired. This is Unzipped Stories Africa, and I am your host, DS Bello. Yay! <laughs> okay, guys. So this week um is a special week and also a special episode, and um because I'm speaking to a very special person um. All the way from Sierra Leone And um, I met her last year in a conference in Bangkok, Thailand. And believe me, I had to do this, do this episode with her because um, I think... I- We've planned this for almost one year. She's just doing um, remarkable things. And I'm just happy to share it with each and every one of you. So, guys, with an unzipped stories ovation, can you all help me welcome my very own friend from Sierra Leone, Hasanatsu Koroma. Hi, Hasanatsu.
0: Hello, girl. How are you?
1: Thanks for having me. Thank you. Good to hear your voice. I'm glad we're doing this, honestly
0: yeah it has been here like keep telling let's do this let's do this and you like <laughs> See, hold know i'm a CPCL warrior and mm. i've been diagnosed with a disease since i was a kid and it has been my source of inspiration since then trying to reach out to people trying to like spread the message trying to spread my wings and trying to encourage young warriors to embrace themselves as it is not a death sentence to ourselves but it is a choice that we have to embrace and then give hope to young kids that have a similar disease so so far that's all i can say if you have more questions you can ask
1: absolutely i have so many questions for you so, I like okay. the fact that you are giving hope. Why is it so important to give hope?
0: I think it's one of the most elemental or essential thing that keeps us going. Because we need it in all step up of the way. I can have sexual disease and being like downcast that I can do nothing with myself, that I'm less of a person. But with me coming to you and say, "This is not the end of you. You are more than this. You are stronger than this." And me like being in the spotlight for them, pushing them to the light. I think it's it's another step of a successful story ahead of them that they can expand, stretch their wings, and do more than just being a sickle cell disease or just, just just something like you are just stronger what than you now, right? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, that's that's what we like. But that's how how has it been working so far? What's it been like? It's What's been, the journey been like? The journey's been rough, especially living in a country without people acknowledging the disease and how weird it is, how deadly it is. You're just fighting it like unseen battle. That's how it is. Yeah. So the people, um, those
1: warriors um how how are they um reacting to the hope that you're spreading well do you have any incidents of anyone who who through the work that you do has um felt impacted
0: yes i have so many people i have so many warriors
1: oh i want to yeah. hear it tell me about them
0: okay um they can't do anything without saying hey natu what's up what can we do this is what's going to happen how can we take the step what can we do with this this is what happened to me how can i deal with this for me hearing that from like it has been like a source of inspiration that i'm doing something I, i'm impacting soul like people need to look up to me for something it has been amazing for me. I don't know for the country, but for me it has been amazing because I can see them coming, stretching their wings. I can see them doing things they are not supposed to do, but they can do it. And it's, it feels good. It it's, it's gladdens my heart that I can do certain things to people with short disease. And yeah. and then, yeah, it's, it's, it's not easy, Chef, because you don't have support, you don't have, People that can say, "Okay, we we, we assess that thing. It's good. The disease is real, but it's just frustrating for us." And seeing them spreading your the wings, seeing them do more, it's mean a lot to me.
1: Okay, so yeah. you know, to anyone hearing this, it's like, so what is it that she's doing that gives people hope? How 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 is she doing it? So, could you take us through a journey through? what you do and how it gives hope to other warriors like you. How do you practically uh, get to them and uh, give them hope? How is this possible?
0: Firstly, I went to schools, several schools, do a synthesization, reach out to them, go to teachers, give them a, a syllabus of sickle cell disease, I had support group meeting, discussed to them about the importance of you accept. First of all, you have to accept your inner self. That's the most important thing. Accept that this is me and this is what I have and this is what I can do with it. And with you having those things, I think you can push, you know, and then giving medicines. I don't have much. But I do what, I I give the little that I have, give medicines, do how to defend local communities, Islamic communities, reach out to parents, educating them about the disease, giving them whatever little I have. And that's that's some of the stuff that I do. So um,
1: I think that's really remarkable because um, it's, It's service and it feels, um, it's honoring to be able to serve others. You know, tell us, I know that you have a space where you sort of run a show and you talk to people about, uh, being either about warriors or, um, more like sensitizing people. Tell us about your space. What is it
0: called? Okay. It's, it's it's a it's a legacy i call it a legacy talk show it has been an old for now because i'm having an issue with the government <laughs> so, but um. yes it's it's it called the legacy talk show it's there to inspire warriors because we are not given the spotlight if you want to go to registration if you want to go to tv station they won't allow us like they always like have protocols so i decided to open a short studio for us to feel among feel belong for us to have a safe space we can discuss about ourselves tell people about the disease how important it is to take care of ourselves and what are the criteria we should do what are they doing don't and it feels good it feels like home we are there we can pour out our heart we can we can share our story we can felt like this is something that is good and it's 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 really good that um i did something like that because they have the spotlight they have the chance to share their story yeah
1: oh i I really think that's remarkable um and you know something that struck me about what you said is um they don't really get the opportunity to share their stories on the spotlight and I'm asking myself, how many sickle cell stories have you told, even within your podcast? And um, it feels good to know that uh, someone is out there who is not just a warrior, but also fighting for other warriors. I think it's it's safe to call you warrior of the warriors. Go ahead, please. get
0: like... Yeah, like Getting my strength from them, like receiving my strength for them, like drawing all of my energy from them. It's not like they are. I think they are. They are. They're getting their, their. For me, they're getting it from me. But me, I'm getting it from them. Mm. Seeing their energy, seeing the, like the support, seeing like they are willing to go out there and show the world that they can keep me pushing, keep me going. I think that's 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 what that's why I'm here. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing because yeah. I can reach out to them and they can reach out to me.
1: That's that's really remarkable. Well done. Very impressive. Um, so, um, you know, it's not everyone that would have the privilege of having um, a, a sickle cell worry around him. Could you, do you want to tell us about the disease and how it makes you feel?
0: Huh. Oh, okay. Firstly, as we all know, Sickle cell disease is an inherited disease. You can inherit it from what you parent. It's 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 that's how it is. You can the the problem we have with people, Chef, is that they think it's it's contagious. They mm. think if I have sickle cell, if I if I get closer to you, you get infected. Yeah, that's that's the perception 85% of people that are having about sickle cell disease and so it's very difficult for people to like encourage us among them it only takes people to have the clear understanding so living with people that have sickle cell disease it's very complex yes it's very so, delicate and
1: so what what does a crisis
0: feel like oh no i can't i can't say I can't compare it to, to a normal pain, but it's worse than death itself. Yeah.
1: Oh, no. What can be worse than death? As i not
0: No, it's... it's, it's <sighs> it, I'm serious. You you are just... When you're in pain, you're just like praying for your life to come to an end. It's serious, Jeffrey. Like, just... God, can you just take my life? You can't do nothing. You are just like stalk. If you are lying on the bed, you are just there crying continuously. If if you are if you are if you are if you are walking, you can't walk. If you are in school, you can do nothing. It, oh it, no! You know it was part of it? it. It 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 won't allow you to to move. You just you you your everything about your life dissolved you, you around it. You just around it. You can't move. You just drop inside yourself that's the worst
1: part of it you know i i just remembered when we were in bangkok and you fell ill and i remembered how confused i was i was literally confused and just didn't know what to do and you know do you get that kind of scenario a lot where do you think people should be more educated on how to deal with uh handle friends and family members who are or just people around them who who are sickle cell warriors because i literally was very confused i didn't know what to do do.
0: yes and that's that's the worst part of it because people can be around us but they don't know what to do and that's what we are trying to do not just me me and my team we are trying to like spread the awareness how what are the first state treatment you should give to a sexual warrior when he or she is in crisis? What are the things you should do? What I think you should not do? Because that helps. It helps with the crisis. If you don't know what to do, it's worse than the case, and the individual can even lose their life. Okay, so
1: here's what and- we'll do. Um, Hassanato, we have three minutes right left for this show. Um, I'm going to give you one minute to educate whoever is listening to this particular podcast today on how to take care, like what are the first aid measures that we can do whenever we have um, a warrior around us?
0: First thing first, you have to know all the medical, the medicines the individual is taking for pain, the painkillers, we have specific painkillers that we should take. We have diclofenac, we have calcium, we have bicofolic acid. These are the first thing, tablets you should take, and you have to give the person excessive massage. In yeah, I see whatever area, whatever pain the person is, it's in whatever body part you have to massage a person excessively, and you have to constantly like. You know if because at times some of us we are just we we can just went off we can just we can't even feel ourselves anymore none of our body can respond to it but like you keep on massaging you keep on tapping you keep on um applying ointment like ointment. you know the hot word, You it's yeah. it's i think now that's the first treatment you can give to a particular sick yourself while you're in crisis it can help and then later he or she is transferred to this hospital. yeah okay
1: okay so there you have it guys um the first aid treatment is to make sure you have um painkillers like diclofenac, if i get it right and also yeah. i like the um it's a new perspective the whole uh, deep massage with ointments
0: mm. um exactly
1: yeah so we will take notes of that but then um whoever is listening to me wherever you are whether you're driving your car or you're working in the kitchen or you're walking around the house wherever you are remember to show love to a warrior not in a sympathetic way but in a That's way it. of understanding and from the heart of a genuine love sort of um I'm gonna throw this to you as That's There's what we do on, on Zit Stories, especially when I'm hosting, right? We play a quick game, and in that game, I'm gonna ask you three quick questions, and you're going to answer them in one sentence each. Are you ready? Okay, let me try. <laughs> okay, so uh pick pick between these two colors, gray and gold. Gold. Gold Nice Okay so Question number two Uh Are you ready? Yes I This is going to take you off balance Are you sure you're ready? Yeah Okay <laughs> Okay so Honestly if you are a Nigerian Listening to this podcast We have to make this happen Asanatu. We have to make this happen Between <laughs> now and the end of this year Oh my god Okay Thank you so much for hanging out with me. This is um, a dream come true. I know we've planned this for almost a year now, but um, I'm glad that we're doing this. And I'm glad we're doing it um, to mark the world sickle cell day. Um, So in case if you do not know, um, sickle cell disease is, is dangerous, and it causes pain to both the the patient and it's his loved ones, his family, and even your finances. And the only way to get rid of this disease is to test your blood before yeah. saying yes, not yes on yeah, the altar. Yes, not yes <laughs> on the altar, but yes before you start dating <laughs> someone. Please Likewise. know your genotype. Aa and aa is a perfect match aa and as is it's not it's a good match
0: no no you're missing something
1: aa and as is a good match no as and as is is a bad match
0: it's
1: a bad match yeah and yes yes ss and ss mm. is another bad match it's, it's the a, worst match yeah exactly.
0: but AA a,
1: a and as is is okay it's good it's not okay it's not
0: okay Chevy. it's not it's not it's it half question mark it's not okay
1: why but <laughs> but at least you don't get people who are <laughs> you get you get as again but you don't get ss right
0: yeah, you you get AS, yes, but you don't have. Yes, to, uh, so, so so
1: it's it's, it's, it's better it's
0: better than AS and AS. Okay, it's fine. If you have AA and AS, it's just a fifty percent chances that you can fit to that individual. It's okay. Yeah, but but it's a, that's why that. I said it's a good match. I I it's understand how
1: you feel. Um, so Asanatu, <laughs> so so, I understand how you feel, and I know how how important for um it is for you to make sure that um much more more people don't get in pain, right? Um exactly. Yes, I understand how important it is, but but then I think we can allow AS and AA to get married. Please. Yeah, it's
0: fine. It's fine. I'm just <laughs>
1: saying. I'm just Yeah right. You
0: can't, can't.
1: <laughs> All yeah. right. Um thank you very much. I find this uh really relieving that we're doing this and I wish you good luck with your with your legacy projects, even though the show is on hold because of uh, issues with government. Um, I yeah. I do hope that the Sierra Leone government um, understands the problem and, you know, kind of step in to understand how it's very important to tackle this disease. Um, and I wish you good luck. And I want you to say a big hello and give a big hug to all of your warriors from me here in nigeria this is a oh, huge hug like. to all you warriors much. in Sierra Leone. and a very big hug to all warriors in africa we love you and we do hope that your health would be restored and the pain will be easy for you to to take and I pray that Africa at large would one day look back and say, we have no more sickle cell disease patients because we have been deliberate about the marriages and deliberate about eliminating it. And I want to use this time again to say a very kudos to everyone who is adding his voice to the sickle cell disease fight and anyone who is um people like Asanatu, um excel praiseworthy um a few that i know Nandi, a few that i know that are doing one thing or the other to shine more light on sickle cell disease and to give hope just like Asanatu is doing to sickle cell warriors i'll end this show by saying god bless you and thank you for listening bye 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 thank you yeah hello guys it's me (laughs) chefie welcome to unzip stories i'm so excited because guess what i met one of my role models today yep yep you heard it right anyway that's what this week's episode is all about this week's episode is dedicated to one of my role models, Ngozi Okonjuela. Oh my God, if you are a Nigerian or if you're like a young person, you know that she's someone to look out for from how her career progressed, how she became a minister in Nigeria and how she became the president of World Trade organization even when she had so much opposition she played her she played her cards well and look at it like i am super 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 inspired by her life and her career progression this brings us to this week's episode this week i am dedicating this week to everyone living a dream we hear these we hear A lot of uh, motivational speakers speak about following your dreams, becoming your dreams, living your dreams, and all of that. I like Okonjuela for several reasons. First of all, the first lesson I personally learned from the life of Ngozi Okonjuela is how she's able to balance a married life and a career life her children her husband and her career um it seems for me it's uh sometimes in my head i feel like it's one of the most difficult things to do especially within our generation cuz there's so much pressure there's so much um expectations there's so much misconceptions about marriage what not and what to do and what not to do to be or to be not and so looking at her she's on my muse board because i tell myself every single day when i look at her that she is an epitome that you can be married have a career and still be successful that is one of the reasons why she's my role model this is of course, apart from the fact uh that the obvious facts actually uh of her career progression which I had earlier mentioned um to be honest um I made her a promise today and so help me God I hope I'm able to meet uh, meet up with that promise anyway guys, let me just tell you about how our conversation started so I was about to leave the office when they told me that um Ngozi Okondrela is coming to see the president. So I said to myself, nope, you are not going for the next appointment that you have. She's here. You have to wait for her. I remember when she was um, uh, vying for the position of the of WTO and um, I tried to it's like I was targeting and hoping that I would meet her but it seems like every time I had something else to do that was the day she would appear but then that's like two years ago and I said to myself that don't worry baby girl a day and a time will come when you will meet her and when you meet her seize the opportunity which is what I did today so i saw her and then um i i waited when they told me she was in the building i sat and i waited and then when she came had her briefing and when she was done i literally stood. <laughs> i stood out and um i walked up to her and i said to her Madam, I have you on the screen of my phone. I see you every day of my life because I want to be like you. And as she turned and she looked at me and I was showing her, like the pictures on my social media page, you can find it. And I could see her eyes literally wide open, popped out. And she looked at me and said, oh my God, that's such a pleasure. Thank you. And I said to her, I have one more thing. My name is Doc Spello." Get yeah, this name stuck in your brain because you'll be proud of me. And <laughs> literally, I don't know why I made that promise, but then um, I did, guys. I promised her that she will be proud of me. And I hope to leave by the promises. I hope to to eventually get married someday and stay with my husband and my children and still have a career that is successful. I also hope that I can... Um, trust the process of growth career growth and i'm able to grow from one step to the other until i become a minister and maybe (laughs) okay i don't know if i'm blabbing but to be honest um to be able to to represent my country that's on one side and to be able to impact in uh, my knowledge my experience to my country is another thing I am a proud Nigerian and I believe that things can work for Nigeria and not just Nigeria. I see Africans and I know we're doing our best and I know that we would get there. I am a woman of uh, believer, strong believer of um, of processes and time So I tell myself, just give it time, give it process. It's a process, right? Give it time, right? So when I look back and I look at some of the things that we complain about, about Africa, about Nigeria, I tell myself, one, it is good that we are complaining because we, ha- we are acknowledging that there is something wrong with it. Now the next question is, how do we fix it? I've seen like a wave of a lot of Nigerians, um, a lot of Africans trying to solve problems. That's how it begins. So I am a strong believer of Africa. I am a strong believer of Nigeria. And I know that we will get it right in time. So time and process will happen to Nigerian growth and African growth. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode and remember, keep dreaming, keep dreaming. It is my mantra. There is legit, legit. When I say legit, I mean there is literally nothing that I have ever conceived in my mind that I have not received. If I haven't received anything yet, it's because I haven't conceived it properly in my mind. Well, there are several things actually that I haven't received. But when I look at where I am today and um, the future, that's the things that I have preconceived in my mind, I tell myself, you are going through the process. So guys, don't give up on your dreams. Don't give up on the process. Keep working hard. I'll see you again next time. It is. Bye. Still, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Amidst the heat of... Hi guys, welcome to Unzipped Stories Africa. It's me again, Shefi, and I'll be reading this week's story. Enjoy. I want to tell you a story about a region in Nigeria my country, the Niger Delta region. This region is actually the oil-producing region of Nigeria. Young African activists in this region are fighting for the Niger Delta environment. And that's this week's story. Amidst the hits of fossil extraction, and environmental pollution in the Niger Delta. A group of young activists in West Africa are taking up the fight to restore the Niger Delta, a region that is widely regarded as one of the most polluted region in the world. Decades of oil spills have left many waterways in the Niger Delta region awash in oil. The population has damaged lives and livelihoods in the entire communities. But young activists in West Africa are taking up the fight to restore the Niger Delta. This is Badmus Atiki. She is the Project Officer for Health of Mother Earth Foundation. The Niger Delta is where one of Africa's largest rivers is. The Niger at 4,180 kilometers long, it enters the sea. It is a sensitive biological filter that cleanses and It is a sensitive biological filter that cleanses and restores the world's seawater. However, the tide is changing as more youth engage in dialogues and they are training their peers on the benefits of cleaning up and sustaining the environment as they campaign for the restoration of the most polluted areas in Niger Delta. Sarah Oporti says she calls on more young people to take action. This group of young activists have taken up a long struggle to end these environmental destruction. They are engaging with communities and encouraging them to seek the restoration of land that has been soaked in Toxic oil for nearly six decades. Atake Enade. Atake Nade is the project officer for Health of Mother Earth Foundation. Here's what Atake Enade says. This activist traveled deep into the creeks, delivering seminars and educating people about better environmental practices. Oil spills and nylon fishnets have posed the biggest environmental problems in this region. And Eni Bassi, who is the Health of Mother Earth Foundation director, has this to say international oil companies responsible for the big spill have moved offshore and local companies have stepped in but however there is another problem gas flaring continues while illegal extraction leads to around 300 spills in a year Sarah Uporti explains more on this. HOMEF is currently training and engaging youth in a dialogue to strengthen the community resilience against fossil extraction. Atake beckons on the present generation to take a stand. Nigeria has exported well over 350 billion dollars of oil since 1960. But the Niger Delta region remains one of the poorest. but the Niger Delta re- but the Niger Delta region remains undeveloped. Now, that is starting to change and improve. Now, that is starting to change with initi- Now, that is starting to change with initiatives like this. Again. Now, that is starting to change with initiatives like this. This initiative is starting to change and empower communities, and they are demanding their right to a pollution-free life. End.